After a decade of gathering women together for prayer, we are inspired to bring our words of encouragement to you. This is iRefresh. Welcome to iRefresh. We are ordinary women desiring to do extraordinary things through the power of prayer, encouragement, and the scriptures. Today, we have a really important topic, and I think everybody can relate to it. Today, our topic is fear. And I have with me Patty Gerstenberger and Carrie Kittinger, both of who have great insight about fear. Um, I think we've all experienced it, right? Yes, yes <laughs> and, unfortunately. Um, yeah, and, and the important thing is not just experiencing it, but how we get past it mm-hmm. and how do we overcome our fears. So Patty is a life coach. And so Patty, in your experiences, what have you um, learned from people and how do you overcome it? I think uh, with my clients, first we need to acknowledge that fear is a very real thing. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. we pretend as women, oh no, I'm good. Totally fine. Mm -hmm. And really fear is uh, a very valid feeling, but there's a big difference between living in fear and having a fear of God. Mm -hmm. And I think walking through, uh, seeing the differences really empowers someone to realize that they have a choice of whether Mm -hmm. or not they're going to stay in that fear or if they're going to choose to trust God in what they're feeling and that fear. That's good. And you talked about the fear of God, and that's a good thing. Right. But a lot of people have the misconception of what that is. So can you explain what you mean by that? Sure. Uh, For me to live in fear, it usually speaks to my control issues, honestly. Uh, And I'm either trying to control things or people, where the Bible promises that when we live in the fear of God, that we actually will experience joy and life and peace. So there's really a choice of even how I want to walk that out if I want to be, um, you know, trying to be very controlling and living in a constant state of uh, really unrest Mm -hmm. and uh, agitated and versus being able to step into a fear of God, which says, you know what, I'm going to choose to trust God even in this. That's true. Mm -hmm. Which is difficult. Yeah, it is. And if you picture yourself even being in a storm, the storm is a very real thing. You can hear it, you can feel it. Storms of life, whether it be Mm -hmm. something that happened to me, my choice or not my choice. But shifting to the fear of God means I'm going to almost, if you can picture yourself in the wing of God and choosing to trust Him, which takes you out of the storm, it's still happening. But it takes you out of that storm and allows you to trust the Lord in and through Mm -hmm. the storm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. And for me, the fear of the Lord is really this, like, I am in awe of Him. And I'm in awe of His goodness. Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid that He is going to hurt me or punish me. Because uh, really, a lot of times we fear because of punishment. Mm -hmm. Or we fear because we don't know our position in something. And you think of David and Goliath. Okay, so David had such an awe of the Lord that when he heard that the, the, that the Lord's name was being defied, there was something that rose up in him right. and he just, he no longer had a fear of the giant, mm-hmm. but he had this awe of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so there was a boldness that came with that. And I think Dina, you and I were talking earlier that really fear, um, the opposite of fear is boldness and courageous, Mm -hmm. being courageous. And so we're going to have fear, right? Because we're human and Mm -hmm. there are things that happen, but are we going to be in this anticipation of dread 
and of awful things happening, or are we going to have our focus on the awesomeness mm. of God? And so I think that's the difference between the fear of God and the fear of man or circumstances right. uh, that we encounter. And I think we were talking earlier about how a situation is factual. Things right. are factually happening, but our perspective changes the outcome. Yes. So in David Absolutely. and Goliath, it's factual. He was bigger and he was little. He didn't have armor, you know. Right. So factually, you can look at it like he was an underdog. But when you take on your perspective, David's perspective of he didn't even look at how big and how how um, at a disadvantage he was. It right. was all he's got God mm -hmm. behind him who's bigger, mm -hmm. and God could solve any of this. Yes. If we all took that perspective, how different would our lives be? Right. You know. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think even at the root of fear is a choice, mm. you know, and it's hard to, it's hard to think that I'm not choosing fear because, right. because your emotions get involved and you're thinking, I'm mm. not choosing this, but it really is. We can choose to see that God is bigger. Yeah. You know, we, 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 we don't have to, he says, mm -hmm. be not dismayed. You right. know, so many times he talks about fear do not fear. I'm always with you, mm -hmm. you know, yes. Yes. but we, in our emotional state, mm -hmm. forget that, mm -hmm. you know, and, and fear honestly paralyzes us. Yes. It grips our heart to the place where we think, okay, can I actually, where, where is God even in what is happening mm -hmm. to me? Yeah. But there's also that option of whether or not you choose to walk in that fear or turn mm. and choose to, choose to trust the Lord. And that's what a fear of the Lord really is, is when you say, these are my circumstances, but I am also going to choose to fear the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that's where the joy and the peace and really where we find life. And it honestly releases us that I don't have to be in charge. Lord, I trust you in this situation, even not knowing what's going to happen mm -hmm. because we don't, mm -hmm. we don't see ahead. And some of us have walked through some very, very um, hard things. So it's an opportunity, almost like a lifeline mm -hmm for the Lord just to give us, you you have this. I, I want to protect you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to save you. I want to do something immeasurably more than you could even expect. Yeah. But I have to choose to let go of my fear or the fear mm -hmm. of man and truly choose the fear of the Lord, which brings life. Right. And you know, for I know you two aren't like this. I'm a control freak. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm a fixer, you know? Right. And so whenever there's something going on that I can't fix, yeah. right. It does. It sends me into a state of fear, like, mm -hmm. well, how, how is this going to mm -hmm. turn out? And we always have to remember that God sees things we don't. Right. There's stuff going on in the background that we don't see, and mm -hmm. He does. And mm -hmm. so, who better to trust? Because well, I'd like to think I'm the best right. fixer, but the, I'm not. Right. You know, God well, is just so awesome. Like absolutely. <laughs> well, and I love that both of you brought up the word trust because uh, as I was thinking about fear this morning, uh, to me, one of the other opposites of fear is trust. Mm -hmm. Because if our trust is in the Lord, then we can do things that we wouldn't normally be able to do in our own strength. And um, part of the meaning of that word trust means to attach oneself. So I can either attach myself to fear or I can attach myself to who I am in the Lord. And so going back to the story of David, one of the reasons why he could trust the Lord to help him in facing the giant was because he had faced the bear and he had faced the lion. And so I think it's important to, for us to remember when we're in a moment of fear, like what has the Lord done in the past for mm, me? That's true. And so then it kind of like, I start preaching to myself a little bit, right? Or I start encouraging myself. 
And uh, it talks in the Psalms about how David knew how to encourage himself in the Lord. And that word encourage is to infuse with courage. So to, when we're faced with fear, one of the things we can do is help stop the self-talk of fear and begin to rehearse the very things that the Lord has done for us in the past. And all of a sudden we're like, oh, he's done this. I can face this mm -hmm. because I am attaching myself mm -hmm. to the Lord and to his goodness, and I'm no longer going to attach myself to fear. Mm -hmm. Does that, that make sense? That is good. And you know, there's a great example in my life of that. Um, well, it's a long story, so I'll shorten it, but my, we went to Haiti on missions, mm -hmm. and my son, we, we hiked six hours up a mountain. Wow. And at the end of this um, at, uh, meeting that we had, <clears throat> my, they gave an altar call. My son came in because, Mom, I don't feel well. Turned out he had a fever so high. Hmm. We're up there, they had let the mules go. So I saw my son put on a stretcher in, in the, oh in the dark and the indigenous people started literally in the dark running down this wow. mountain with my son. If you ever felt helpless, that's the moment. Oh you know, he's sick and close to death and he's gone. And I think, God, where are you, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And you can actually, I cried it out. But we, mm -hmm. <clears throat> we started hiking after them and then our leader fell sick. Oh. And I was like, what do we do? And he said, you know, you're his mom. You can, you can choose what you're going to do. And I, I was so overwhelmed, you know. Wow. It was an hour after we'd been praying for him. <clears throat> I sat on the edge of the mountain, mm. sobbing. But what you were saying before is um, God wants to be reminded of his word yes. and of his promises. I sat on through sobbing, through tears, just quoting scripture. God, you promised me this. You promised me this. You promised me this. And the last so thing that I said was, Whatever is bound on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever is loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. Kid you not, a minute later, the mule shows up. Oh. Wow. And so our leader got on, and right after that, our interpreter saw a light down the mountain, and he called out, and they said, your son's fever broke. He's wow. up and going to the bathroom. Wow. And so, it, you know, if ever there's a fearful moment, mm -hmm. it's when your child's yes. life is on the line. Mm, and yes. um, That's so good. In the middle of that, mm -hmm. my son my son sat up and he goes, Devil, you chose the wrong kid because I'm coming back with a testimony. Amen. And that is the calling on his life. And I thought, you know, That's God good. did not let him die. Mm -hmm. You know, and what that taught me was no matter what's going on, mm -hmm. we don't have control. Mm -hmm. We never have mm -hmm. control. Even we have this false sense of it. Right. But God is always control. And he's yes. there and he wants more for our children and for us mm -hmm. than we do for mm -hmm. ourselves, mm -hmm. you know? But even as a good dad, he will also allow us, if we're not going to give him control, he's not going to take it. That's true. I have to release it. Mm -hmm. And I'm reminded from what both of you are saying, just the importance of community. Mm -hmm. Where is your community mm -hmm. in your fears? You know, are you helping me even, you know, reminding myself you know, you've been here before. Mm. You know, what reminding me, what mm. has the Lord done for me before? So I think it's really important, and Scripture talks about how God guides the humble. And for me to humble myself mm -hmm. and tell you, I am so scared. Mm. I don't know that I mm -hmm. am going to make it. Mm -hmm. Then you remind me of what the mm -hmm. Word says. So I think fear brings us also to a place of isolation that mm -hmm. says, I'm the only one. Mm -hmm. You don't understand. I'm the only one who has been here, right. and I don't, I don't, I don't think you will ever understand. And that's that place where um, the enemy really likes to isolate us to the place where we don't think we're worthy mm -hmm. of help. Mm -hmm. We don't think anybody can help us. We don't think anybody cares. We don't mm -hmm. think God cares anymore. And that is not true. That is a lie. So even having community around us that really reminds mm -hmm. us, you know. And sometimes Carrie has said. 
put on your boots, let's go. <laughs> you know, you're not gonna stay there. Mm -hmm. Or it's okay, it is okay to cry. Mm -hmm. I, I am sorry with you and it's having a friend that I can cry with. Yeah, right. She doesn't have yeah. answers, but she knows the one who does. Mm. It's true. So just the delight of even confessing where we're really mm -hmm. at and even in coaching, what I found that is when people open up and really share their feelings, that causes the other person to lean in mm. and say, you know what, I've been there. Mm -hmm. You're not alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what can we do to help you move and get to the next place? That's good. And really that next place is trusting the Lord. Mm -hmm. Even when I don't think I can, that's where faith is. Mm -hmm. Faith is believing and trusting mm -hmm. is letting go. And that's what God is calling to us even today. Mm -hmm. That's true. And it's mm -hmm. so easy, you were talking about how you get you get into this rhythm of yourself, you know, to wallow in almost what becomes self-pity, you know, and you lose hopelessness, you right. know, you lose hope and you, you lose that. So just to have the accountability of someone, like you said, um, you're not alone. Right. Been through, I'm here for you mm -hmm. no matter what. Mm -hmm. and, and to remind you that God's there because mm -hmm. it is easy mm -hmm. to be self-focused. Yes. Yeah. And, and having life-giving friends. Yes. Because if I yes. complain and I grumble, boy, that brings a whole, <laughs> you know, and people, a lot of people are attracted to that. Oh yeah, well, this is my story. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And it ends up being, you know, really a self-pity fest where as much as I appreciate the rawness, I ended up not being encouraged and feeling right. worse about myself right. because there's no hope. Right. And we all need hope. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And speaking, like you were saying earlier, just what we speak, you yes. know, and to put scriptures up, like that's what I, that's what ta Haiti taught me was what we speak is so important. I could have said, my son's dying, right. but I didn't, you know, right. God wants to hear his word. Mm -hmm. So when you get in that state of hopelessness, mm -hmm. remember, put those scriptures that yes. God is our hope, you know, mm -hmm. and he is, our hope. he is, but the things that you can not just see, mm -hmm. but speak, mm -hmm. right? And you yes. were talking about that yeah. earlier. Absolutely. And one of the things, too, that uh, I feel like really brings fear is, I think someone brought up isolation. Mm -hmm. And when we feel alone, you know how you can have courage to... Um, to do something because somebody's with you, right? Or you're, you're not, and when we know that we're not alone. Mm. And so, you know, what does Jesus sure. say? I mean, some of his last words were, fear not. Mm -hmm. You know, don't be afraid. I am with you. I, and he, he actually said, it's better that I, that I go back to the Father so that I can send the Holy Spirit. So when we ask the Lord to be the Lord of our lives, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit takes up residence within us. We're never alone. Mm -hmm. So even when we feel alone, mm -hmm. we're not our feelings. Even when we hear words that you're all alone, no, the lies from the enemy, nobody loves you, nobody cares, you're all alone. We're never alone. Mm -hmm. um, I read a story of somebody who was actually in isolation, you know, like imprisoned uh, wrongly and was in isolation. And you know, there, it ended up being the most beautiful time because it was just like all they had was Jesus, mm -hmm. you know? And, and really at the end of the day, we will stand before the Lord and we, we will not be alone. And now we're not alone. We're right. with the Lord. And so no matter what the enemy wants to bring against us with those feelings of I'm all alone, mm -hmm. it's, we're not alone. No, we're not. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and there's another kind of fear, and I've dealt with this, we were talking about my whole life, is a fear of people, you know? And, mm -hmm. and just like it's, it's things that you think you might get over. And I love the analogy that you gave. So my whole life, I was afraid of people. I was criticized. Mm -hmm and was in abusive um, relationships. So my self-image was horrible. Mm -hmm. I couldn't speak up, I couldn't tell people no. Um, and so, and I'm sure there's a lot of 
people out there who deal with right. the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I got to a point where I thought I had dealt with it a couple years ago. It, you know, I realized mm -hmm. that that's what triggered my whole life, mm -hmm. triggered all the things mm -hmm. that happened. And I thought, oh, I'm over it because I recognized right. Right. it. But you brought up a good point, so I just want you to tell about the analogy of the glass. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so when I was little, um, I stepped on some glass, wa walk, walking around barefoot, which you never should do, and stepped on some glass, and uh, my dad kind of did, you know, a little surgery on my foot, and a big chunk of glass came out. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I was able to get up and walk, and, and things were fine. We bandaged it up. Well, about two weeks later, the pain pain started in my heel and wouldn't you know that there had been a sliver of glass that was up really high in my foot and had come back down mm -hmm. and so you know Dean and I were talking how sometimes we're triggered by something and we think well I wait a second I'm not a fearful person anymore I've dealt with this mm -hmm. but a little trigger comes up and so what we can do with that little trigger is all of a sudden we can go down this long road of fear again or this trigger comes up and we can say, Lord, take this splinter out. Mm -hmm. It hurts. I don't like it. And I don't want any infection to come. And so it's not the big chunk anymore. We've taken care of that chunk of fear. Mm -hmm. But triggers come and life happens. And those little fears can come up. And we don't want those because mm -hmm. a bunch of little things can end up into something big. Right. And so I love how Jesus just comes and he'll just take that sliver mm -hmm. out. And it just feels so much better and there's so much freedom yes, walking in that. Really. And because fear is bondage, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And when we can trust him, mm -hmm. there is such freedom and joy mm -hmm. in trusting him. That's yeah. good. Mm -hmm. And it is hard to think of God with you because he's not in person. Yes. You know, but you hear so many stories and that aren't stories, it's truth, where people, angels have appeared, right. you know, and people see the angels, yes. you know, to see in the in the spiritual realm, mm. if we could just see it with our eyes, how e how yes. much easier it would be to say that. Mm. But God is always there, and it's yeah. so comforting, mm -hmm. you know. No, I love that, and even how He just calls us to a daily surrender of mm -hmm. fear mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. every yeah. day, and even being proactive in uh, living in Lord, help me walk in the fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know that I want that to be in my morning. You know, part of my even waking up, I'm really working on being gratitude grateful and having mm -hmm. gratitude in my life, but also implementing, Lord, help me be aware of the fear of man or living mm -hmm. in fear versus mm -hmm. a fear of the Lord and being very mindful of that so that I can be aware yeah. of those little pieces of glass. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that people can fear a lot as well is death. Oh, you know, the right. fear of death. And I love mm -hmm. how in uh, the book sure. of John, I believe it says, perfect love casts out all fear. Mm -hmm. So when we know and we can grasp the perfect love of the Father that he sent his only son mm -hmm. for us, right? He gave it all so that we could have life. And so even when faced with death, I think of the story of Stephen in the Bible. And when he was being stoned, he saw Jesus standing, mm. standing and welcoming yeah. him home. Mm -hmm. And so even in death, we're not alone. Mm -hmm. There is, so, so it's almost like, we're like, yeah, really, is that all you have enemy? Because even in death, yeah. even in death, Jesus carries me home and it is life to life, life to life. And so right. it's, it's just, I think even beautiful to just say, I will not fear death because Jesus is always with me. And we will not fear anything. Amen. I mean, you think about how powerful God is. We really have no reason to fear. If we're walking in line with God and yes. His Word, mm -hmm. we're protected. Yes. You know? So, mm -hmm. um, all right, so let's tell our audience, if we summarize everything we just talked about, 
we know there's different fears and it can be different for every person, mm -hmm. but there's one answer and that's God. Yes. But what are the practical steps do you think? We talked about um, confessing God's word, about mm -hmm. you know putting scriptures up to remind yourself. And then you talked about... Um, Just confiding in a friend. In a friend, keeping yes. community. Just, yes, and a, being someone, real. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And, a, and an encouraging friend, right? Yes. you know, a right. godly friend. Yeah. And then rehearsing what God's done for us in the past. Mm -hmm. Because again, that brings courage to us to be reminded. I mean, think about how the Israelites had to set up stones of remembrance, mm -hmm. right? Because we so easily forget mm -hmm. and we have to remind ourselves of all that the Lord's done for us so that yes. when we're faced with something else, we can just, we can say, oh yeah, but this is what my God did then. This is what my God did. Mm -hmm. This is what my God did. This is what my God did. So he will be with me mm -hmm. right. in this. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just even recognizing that there are two fears. There's a fear of walking in, you know, the fear of man or a fear of God. And really we have a daily choice of what is the right fear. Mm -hmm. right. And even who do I want to be? I want to be a woman who fears the Lord, not fears other people, or right. I don't want to be known as somebody who walks in fear. Mm -hmm. Right. So being intentional with implementing, like you said, the steps so mm -hmm. that I can become, not arrived, you know, we're all in process, yeah. but. Yeah. And it is a so daily choice. It mm -hmm. is, mm -hmm. that's good. And I think the last thing would be just perspective. You have the ability to change your perspective in yes. any situation. Yes. So don't concentrate on the fear, mm -hmm. concentrate on the God, mm -hmm. on the, on the the resolution that he will bring and trust his plan. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, that's hard. Sometimes we right. want it our way. Mm -hmm. If God doesn't answer it our mm -hmm. ways. Mm -hmm. But um, that's good. Yeah. Is there anything you guys would like to say to our audience specifically just to encourage them or any last last things you'd like to add? We believe in you. We <laughs> believe that you can be a woman who walks in the fear of the Lord. Yes. And even taking a couple of practical steps of finding scripture of what that looks like and the ones that really grab your heart and putting them on your mirror or in your car and speaking that over yourself. Mm. That's good. Carrie? Okay. And I just want to remind you, uh, those of you who are listening, if God has the very hairs of your head numbered, it says mm. that in scripture. If he cares about, look at, look, at, look at these three heads of hair here. If he has all of those numbered, how much more does he care about your circumstance and what you're going through? Because hair is here today, gone tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. but, but your life matters. And so be in awe of the God who has your hair numbered and the God who knows the stars by name. Don't be in awe mm -hmm. of the giants and the circumstances facing you. That's be in good. awe of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Right, those are good, those are good. Well, God is always with you, and yes. um, if we could, if we could stress anything over and over again, it's just mm -hmm. that you are not alone, mm -hmm. and you do have the power to choose your perspective, yes. you know, and just to keep your eyes on Christ because mm -hmm. He's always there. Amen. Well, thank you all for joining us. If you'd like to get more involved in our community, you can find us online at irefresh.net. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And be sure to subscribe to our podcasts. I think they're available on any of the podcast services. So until next time, go change your world.